Welcome to Inner Room Brief and a week of Thanksgiving to open up the new season. Inner Room Briefs, if you're new to them, are brief words I received back on August 8, 2022. I asked God for them as a prophetic intercessor in order to have a daily focus for prayer. These words are aligning with what many prophets are speaking about right now. They are words to keep us keeping on in our prayer and intercession, words to give us God's heart and God's plan. Monday, 21-2022. The ballot box and the voting for my babies will not cease, even during this nation's elections. Only watch, daughter. Those who fail and cease from public office will be the voice to change the future votes, as many will recognize my hand is upon this country. I will protect my babies and silence the lies of the enemy that says man can kill them indiscriminately. Tuesday, 22nd. Say the name of Jesus three times, not as a charm or a chant. Say it three times, for you will see his coming into the affairs of man in three separate ways and occasions within these next few days. Wednesday, the 23rd. My heart is still expanding over the American continent. I will spread my robe upon it in both protection and sovereign rule as husband and king. Thursday, the 24th. This year, there will be more celebrating without the feasts and the food, but with true repentance and great deliverances. Only watch for I will land this plane called the United States, and many will be able to walk from the plane onto solid ground for the first time in their lives. I speak to my younger generation. Welcome to my firm foundation. Welcome to my planet and how I will run it from this day forward for them. Friday the 25th. Snow will blanket much of the continent, and it will be my snow. See what it means in my word, and speak it forth, even as you will hear it on the lips of my prophets. Saturday, 26th. The depths of my love for fallen humanity will come into being, for many will discover that the life I have given them is far beyond what they were taught that I never intended them to be robots or destroyed by anything on earth or in the lower heavens. This is a work that I and I alone can do, but surely I will do it. Sunday, the 27th. Technology will be derailed for a while, and my people must not tremble. Rather, they must realize that prayer and walking in my spirit will bring about communication that the enemy cannot battle or understand. Those who seek me must speak. Those who see must speak. Those who believe must stand. Those who feel weak must reach out for my strength, and I will give it to them. Now, for my insights regarding these Thanksgiving briefs, I'm actually recording this on Tuesday. November 22nd. It's been a long weekend and few days. Monday the 21st, this is what I see. 
God says the ballot box and voting for my babies will not cease, even during this nation's elections. Only watch. The, those who fail and cease from public office will be the voice to change the future votes, as many will recognize my hand is upon this country. I will protect my babies and silence the lies of the enemy that says man can kill them indiscriminately. Father God has been saying that in the past year that he has dropped the plumb line. When he does it, it is a time when he is calling everyone to make up their mind whether they will choose to serve the Lord completely, completely, or they will remain outside of his offer of salvation. Remain outside of his covering and protection as a believer in Jesus. This is a time that God is saying we must step up for Jesus Christ. He's saying no longer will mixture of the world and even the PC, being PC, is going to be accepted by Father God. And why? Because judgment to the wicked must be served and it will be served by the Lord God. When man overlooks justice, when man does not give ju judgment, true righteous judgment, Father God gives time, but then he will come in and answer the prayers that say we must have righteousness, we must have justice, we must have protection. Now, regarding the voting in the United States, uh, these issues that many call political are no longer political. If you want to hear God saying, I am demanding my church to stand up and stand for me and what I say they should do and believe, it's now. Because to say the issues are political, they aren't. These are spiritual issues that God is demanding that we as his children and his followers step up to pick up his banner. And especially over abortion. Uh, it is no longer an excuse to say, well, it, it's not on the referendum. Well, we can't vote for it. We've always been able to vote for it. We've always been able to have a voice. But now, now it is clear because he has had the Supreme Court finally overturn Roe v. Wade. And the Supreme Court has said we're sending it back to the states. So now it is the states and the people in each state that must stand up and be counted for what they vote. In regards to the ballot box and those who may fail and those who may be removed will be the voice that everybody will start looking at and understanding. The voices of those who may have won the election but haven't, they're standing up. They're still standing. They're still saying, I'm not leaving the political stage because they're saying, I'm not leaving this nation and I'm not leaving what I believe in for this nation. Just as some of those that may end up being removed, that is a voice in and of itself too. It is clear that you are seeing a turn in the people and the votes of America. And what's important is we as Christians must remember first for ourselves that God is watching our vote. It matters. Voting is a privilege that he has given us in the United States. And like any privilege, any gift from God, we have, yes, the right to choose what we do with it. 
but it matters to him, and he does watch how we use it. If we do not vote, we have just cast aside one of his privileges, and we have not used it for him. If we do vote, but we do not vote securely and firmly on his side because of political pressure, political of social pressure, then once again, he's watching when we're not standing for him. Tuesday, say the name of Jesus three times, not as a charm or a chant. Say it three times, for you will see him, his coming into the affair of man in three separate ways and occasions with that, and within these next few days. I uh, find this interesting. I will also connect that, jump right ahead into Friday. Because Friday says, snow will blanket much of the continent and it will be my snow. See what it means in my word and speak it forth even as you will hear it on the lips of my prophets. Why I'm putting these together is because yesterday, Buffalo and upper west or northern part of New York received 80 inches of snow. Now I am just studying, just beginning to study what snow means to the Lord. And I will be posting a my studies and insights on that come Saturday. Uh, that'll be after the, the holidays, but come Saturday, because I am very interested myself to, to study this through and find out what God is saying. However, when it's looking at Jesus and saying Jesus and watching, watching it, that Jesus will be moving where we will see him doing things. Uh, the snow is definitely a sign. Uh, and we can begin to pray into it. But 80 inches of snow in Buffalo and New York. That's a record snow. And we must be able to understand that God is doing many things. And so many times what is in the physical is only showing what he is doing in the spiritual. So that I find interesting and intriguing. And then there's three, two other things. But here's the thing. He says, say Jesus three times, not as a chant. But because there will be three ways that he is stepping into the affairs of man. As intercessors, to me, this is a heads up. What I end up seeing that Jesus is stepping into the affairs of man may not be the same things that you will see Jesus stepping into the affairs of man. What God has you in your life doing and praying over, I bet you will say, if you say Jesus, 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 looking for him, you will see it, and once again, you will be able to learn from it, and you will be able to pray it because of that. Wednesday, my heart is still expanding over the American continent. I will spread my robe upon it in both protection and sovereign rule as husband and king. That probably is another huge study, that he will spread his robe over us. Yet what's important for right now, unless you really go in and say, okay, Lord, you're spreading your, the, your robe over us. What does that mean? 
Uh, surely it does mean um, sovereign. It's governmental. It is, a, but he also says as husband. You will hear so many people saying God is, is just so angry with us. He is forsaking us because of all our error, because of all the way we're inviting, we're doing this, we're doing that. God is saying, I'm a faithful husband. We may not have been a faithful wife to him, but he is a faithful husband and he's not leaving us, nor is he divesting himself as king over this nation. And when I say God, that would be Jesus Christ. This is his nation. We give him this nation. So this is our, our, our comfort. This is our strength. This is where we can go and know every single day that we can be faithful, faithful, faithful to God because he is our husband and he is faithful, faithful, faithful to us. And the errors we make and what we do, uh, we pray that we, we get over them real quickly. We, we ask for forgiveness and we accept forgiveness and we move on with God because he is our husband and for America, he is also their king. Thursday, this year there will be more celebrating without the feast and the food, but with true repentance and great deliverances. Only watch, for I will land this plane called the United States, and many will be able to walk from the plane onto solid ground for the first time in their lives. I speak to you, my younger generation. Welcome to my firm foundation. Welcome to my planet and how I will run it from this day forward for them. God says he's fighting for the generations and he's fighting for the young people uh, that he's going to land this plane. I have a feeling we all do feel like we are up in the air on a plane and we don't know when or if this plane will crash. Well, God says he's, he's definitely taking over the flying of this plane. He's going to be in the cockpit. He will land this plane called America and the United States. Uh, but, oh, that he says that this will be the first time that so many of the younger generation will be landing on firm ground with all the ideologies and all the attack on their, their, their actual belief systems. Because if you look at the woke system, all it is is it's full of hate, it's full of division, it's constantly dividing this, this group against that one, and it lives by fear. And why it is is because it's saying, oh, you, you don't have any firm foundations, just believe what you want. Well, that creates chaos because we were created with a firm foundation. God meant always for us to be firmly planted in him. So in this next coming revival and this, this awakening, God will be able to finally give a generation that we can't say they're lost in space, but they're lost. They're lost on no foundation. They're lost where they have never been able to walk firmly and securely in their minds. Because in our mind is where we shape our spiritual foundations. 
Our mind is whether we have a, a actual foundation to walk on. So this is exciting to me that God says this, he's doing this. And more important as we pray for that, the um, reformations and we pray for the revival and the awakening that God, this is God's purpose. As we turn, and fortunately, I know, I totally believe, we will be totally saved and redeemed. And this nation will once again be spreading the gospel, but this time also we will be discipling. And to disciple, this is where we will give firm foundations to a generation that's never been able to walk on firm ground before. Friday. As I said, it says snow will blanket much of the continent and it will be my snow. See what it means in my word and speak it forth, even as you will hear it on the lips of my prophets. Well, that's a to be continued, and I will be posting that on Saturday sometime. And then for Saturdays, as the depths of my love for fallen humanity will come into being. For many will discover that the life I have given them is far beyond what they were taught that I never intended them to be robots or destroyed by anything on earth or in the lower heavens. This is a work that I and I alone can do, but surely I will do it. I'm going to read Sundays with it because it, it seems to be partialed with it. Technology will be derail, derailed for a while and my people must not tremble. Rather, they must realize that prayer and walking in my spirit will bring about communication that the enemy cannot battle or understand. Those who see must speak. Those who believe must stand. Those who feel weak must reach out for my strength, and I will give it to them. Right now, presently, between talking about the planet, which when God says he's going to give firm ground, the Green New Deal, it's all about... Uh, some kind of strange, and I'm sorry, strange philosophy, but that generally targets taking the money away from the regular common man and putting it into a one-world government. But uh, it is combined as well with technology. Uh, they say science is God. They are now saying, oh, well, let's put a chip in here. Oh, let's do this. We can do, we can improve your life in the human race. And basically, they're saying we can change it. But it's because of technology. It's like you've got to have technology and you can't live without technology. Therefore, you're not really going to go back to the basics of what God says, are you? Are you really going to believe in that more than all the things that we have and the power we have and technology and how you must listen to us because you can't live without it? And for the younger generation, you don't want to live without it. You want to be able to be milled with technology in your bodies, even. In your bodies, even. Um, and God is saying, no, that's never been the way. And God doesn't give a generation, and he doesn't give birth to two people and babies thinking or never having a plan for them where they can have true life. So God's love for us, it is there, and he will show it to us, and he will reveal his strength, and he will reveal his full purposes. 
And as for um, the lower heavens having a rule over us, lower heavens, that's that would be any of your demonic powers and principalities. Jesus died to set us free. Jesus is ruler. Satan and his his principalities and powers, they have been defeated. Our whole job is simply to occupy until Jesus returns. Our job is to be the kings and the priests, to be the governmental policy rulers. And that is the rulers against these spiritual forces. We say no, we bind and loose. We forbid or we allow. We pray and we stand and we do the will of God both in our prayer closets and in action. And as we take those actions, we do it in faith. And we see God will change the nation. God will save these generations. Now on the technology will be derailed for a while. And my people must not tremble. The prophets have all been talking about a great silence happening. Uh, many say it will be a technology. I'm sure you've heard also down to the point of even what will you do to communicate when technology goes down, the EMP uh, threat. All of these things, ultimately God is saying something will occur, but he will use it to his advantage. He will use it. And we must have faith in it. It doesn't mean that you don't want to listen, you don't want to prayer, uh, prepare to whatever degree Father God has you. But prepare in your heart, in your mind right now and say, you know what? Technology is not what is my true life. Jesus Christ is my true life. And as technology, as much as it has given, Right now, it's trying to take. And if we have to live without it in a silence, we depend on our God. And we stand still. And it brings it right back to the local town square. It brings it back to us living with our neighbors and within our towns and within communication. And just remember, people lived before technology and knew how to communicate and work together. So we will survive this. We grab hold of Jesus Christ. We grab hold of Father God. We grab hold of the Holy Spirit. And we begin to communicate in the ways that God will show us. Because he's saving America. And we are the light of the world. And we are the light and the hope in America. So be blessed. Have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving time. Thanksgiving to God for everything he's doing. Thanksgiving for your family, and may it be a good time. I will talk to you on Saturday. Bye.